Welcome back to Your Diabestie. I'm your host, Amila Clark. I live with latent autoimmune diabetes in adults. And today's podcast, I am just so thrilled, so excited to have one of the most inspiring people that I know on the podcast today. Her name is Kyleen Redmond, and you might know her as Black Diabetic Girl. And she's not just living with diabetes, but she thrives with it and she accepts the challenge. And she is also just a shining example of resilience and a great encourager and accountability partner. I am just so happy to have her here. I know that you guys are going to enjoy this conversation so much. So welcome, Kylie. Thank you, friend. I am excited to be here. Me too. I'm so excited to have you. I think this is going to be such a fun conversation for us, just like as friends knowing each other, but (laughs) but like sharing our our personalities with the audience and and just talking about, you know, why diabetes is important to us. So I want to kick off by you talking about your experience with diabetes and your story. Okay. Those of y'all that have heard the story already, I apologize, but There are plenty of people that haven't heard it, so we're going to run it down. (laughs) So, of course, well, I I hate saying, of course, because it's like, I feel like it's everybody's story now. But unfortunately, I was misdiagnosed. Um, I was diagnosed as type 2 after plenty of hospital stays. Come to find out, I'm actually type 1. Life absolutely did a shift because I was diagnosed in adulthood and 29. I'm living it up, right? You know, so everything that a 29-year-old was doing, it was me. And to then have to reprogram life in a manner of, you know, paying attention to everything that that, that you have to do to take care of yourself. Um It definitely didn't come easy, of course. Uh, You know, it's you're learning new things, right? So definitely didn't come easy, but it is absolutely easier now. Um, Thankful for technology. First of all, thankful for the correct diagnosis, right? Thankful for technology. Thankful for access to everything I need to manage this disease. And then quadruple thankful for the community and my circle of my diabetes and those women in that space that, you know, make living with this disease a lot easier. Sometimes you feel like you don't even have it when you, you know, have the right people in that space that make it all better. Yeah, for sure. I like I can't stress enough how important it is to just find a support community of friends because like you're part of my friend, like friends with diabetes support community. Right. Um, and like beyond our lives with diabetes, like we talk about everything, which yeah. I think is so funny. And um we actually all met, um, four of us met last year for the first time, despite knowing each other for like years online. And it was literally like we had never not known each other. It was the wildest thing. It was like a reunion. It was like, we haven't seen each other in a while. And finally we're all in the same space. Like it was was literally just like a girlfriend's trip where (laughs) 
it was like, okay, everybody, we had finally found time on the calendar yeah. together. And it was not, it wasn't awkward. It was, you know, we, we had a time. Like, yeah. we had a time. <laughs> and I think it was like, we went all out to dinner together and we had realized like, oh my God, this is actually the first time we're all sitting in the same room together. That's really weird because it doesn't feel like that. <laughs> it doesn't. So for those of you who do not, you know, have that support group. Like, don't be afraid to start those conversations on whatever social platform or or whatever event you are. You know, um, another one of my besties, I met her at an actual JDRF conference. I was there with another girlfriend and she just walked up to us and was like, I know you. Can I sit with you guys? And we have been the best of friends, literally and it's been years since then. Um, my other bestie that everyone also knows, Tierra. Tierra and I have talked online again for years with me. And me and Tierra met in the middle of COVID in Miami. We both flew to Miami and we were like, hey girl, hey, like what's up? And you know, you if you follow us, you see how often me and T are together. So it's just like, I mean, what I love about it is it's not just diabetes, right? Like you mentioned, you know, we talk about everything, like literally everything. Um, and nothing all at the same time. It can literally just be a meme, a picture, a screenshot, but then also that friendship. So you can, you know, it's we're blessed. I will say, you know, we, we're definitely blessed. Um, diabetes brought us together, but the friendship is what keeps us all locked in. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, that like makes my heart so happy. It's, it's so cool. Cause like, I, I think in my life, like I've never really had like good girlfriends. I have like my one best friend that I've known since we were 10 years old. Um, and like that friendship and that bond is so special, but then like as an adult, it's just so hard to make friends <laughs> and so, like, being able to find like a good circle of people that literally like, I had not heard your voices. I had not like, I've only seen like pictures of you or talked with you on Instagram and then to actually like be able to come together in person and it be just like the best time is something that's just so special and that mm -hmm. I I wish for everyone with diabetes that they find that circle or that community that really uplifts them like that. And it's like, you, you're far away, you're in different time zones, but you never miss a beat. That is so true. Now y'all can't have my, my besties. I'm keeping them, we locked in. I'm sharing with you every now and then, but no, I, I literally second everything that Mila said. Like find those, find them. It doesn't matter where they live, they do not have to be in the same state. You know, um, you guys can plan to meet up, uh, meet up somewhere. We met out of the country, yeah. right? Like we didn't even meet in the United States. We mm -hmm. met in another country. So it can definitely be done. And I wish you guys well. And I hope that you can find that support system that friendship that bond that sisterhood or brotherhood or sister brotherhood whatever that looks like for you I wish it for you yeah that's so beautiful I love that <laughs> um and then shifting focus a little bit so I consider you like the queen of accountability I 
<laughs> will wake up from my nice little sleep and I will have a message from Kylene at five in the morning that's like, hey, you should take this Peloton ride. <laughs> and I love it because I am like, I don't want to disappoint her. <laughs> so I have to make some time today. Like, it's just, I think it's so wonderful how you... um you like use accountability as a source of diabetes management and kind of using that circle and community that you have to both encourage others, but also encourage yourself. And so I'd be curious to know, like, how do you find your accountability partners and how do you um, up with them? You know, how do you ask someone to be your accountability buddy and then actually make it a habit? So actually it's really funny. So my very first accountability like workout partners were two of my good girlfriends. Um, we lived in the same place and we just always went to the gym together. So it was just, it clicked for us, right? We all moved the same way. We worked out the same. We talked trash in the same manner. So it just worked for us through the pandemic and everything. But then life happened. I moved to Tulsa. One of our, everybody relocated and then everybody kind of found what worked for them with working out. So one of my good girlfriends, while we are still the best of friends and we're really good girlfriends, Bill, and we still hold each other accountable, we like that working out together was no longer. So um, it was hard for me. Because I, I was very much an in-person gym worker. I, I was not about virtual working out. My homegirl, Robin, is a virtual, like, and it's killing it. And I just had to, like, dig into me. And I've done everything, you know. I have good friends that are trainers, so I will work out with them. Um, love them, and they are amazing trainers. But you, I feel like you have to find that real fit for you. Um, and I believe that I found that home now. Uh, one of my girlfriends used to tell me about this program, E2M. And I joined it, but I half did it my first eight weeks. And the second go round, one, I started to pay attention more. And one of the big things they stress is finding an accountability partner. Everybody that knows me knows that I am, while I am sweet and soft, I am very much that friend. You know, I'm that turn up friend. I'm that curse like a sailor friend. Like, I'm also that friend. So finding people, putting myself out there to meet new people wasn't it. Like, that's not my thing. Mm -hmm. But I had a conversation with my very first accountability partner because we're in a social club together. And she was like, you just got to do it. Like, make the post, find your tribe, keep it moving. Those who are Peloton riders know that there are some amazing Peloton groups. So I was actually in BGM and a woman put a post up about E2M and accountability partners. And I was like, oh, we, we're already here because we're already in the same space. Let's do it. I still didn't jump on it. In that, someone else mentioned that there was actually a BGM-ish E2M group. And so I went in that group and those people, it was almost like 
us, right? Like I found my tribe because they cherish all of the Peloton workouts, but they also follow the structure of E2M. And so one of the ladies was just like, listen, I really need to take this serious. I'm looking for a couple accountability partners. And in my mind, I was like, oh, this is going to be fluff. You know, everybody goes strong first couple of days. <laughs> and like five of us, maybe five or six of us like responded. And then she said, I'm closing off the comments. I don't want this group to be big. None of that. And we all clicked. It's funny because three of us live in the DMV. The other two or three live Philly and other places. But we literally stand down and for one another. Now I ain't never met these women, right? Like, mm-hmm. and, and literally yesterday I was like, oh, we ride in the morning or oh, I can sleep at. And one girl was like, nah, we sleeping in. And then the other lady pulled up and was like, no, we not. I don't even know why y'all playing. Like we're riding at 6.30 in the morning, find a ride and we're doing it. And just those check-ins constantly um, help. And so I believe, you know, and of course I do it with my friends. You, y'all know I'm quick to pop on my Apple Watch and it'll say somebody did a workout. And I'm like, way to go. Or, you know, saying, you know, it comes back to me. Um, we suggest rides and nail treads and whatever else right there is. But I think for me, what was really key was finding like-minded people across the board in the goals that I'm trying to achieve. And they're showing me like that it's okay to work out from home if if that's what you really want to do. But hey, if you want to go to the gym, girl, go to the gym. Yeah. It's work. And we've been holding this, I I call this my unofficial first round of E2M because I'm really going in. And I have those people that are like, why your ring still looking like that? Or why you stand ring not closed? You know, why you this not closed? Why you that? Everything I do to all y'all is what they do to me. <laughs> I absolutely love that because it's, and what I love about it is that like, it comes from a loving place. Like it's not a matter of trying to make you feel guilty or trying to make you feel like you didn't do enough. It's a matter of holding you to the commitments that you said you would make and being a loving friend and being like, Hey, I know you said that this is what you wanted to achieve. So like, let's get it. Like, what are you doing right now? Why are you texting me? (laughs) What I love about it is none of them are diabetic. Right. And I always worry about working out or just being in that space with people who don't typically understand what it is dealing with working out. And so like this morning, I'm enjoying Alex's ride, enjoying it. And my, of course, my blood sugar starts to drop. It's like 82. And I'm like, oh, really? It's like five minutes left in the ride. Like, what are we doing? And it just kept dropping, dropping. So, of course, I had, you know, hop off and do what I need to do. And so as we're, we always check in after the ride. And I'm like, yeah. So this is what happened. You know, it was, it wasn't no, oh, you're making excuses or whatever. Like, everyone was like, I'm so proud of you for getting off and doing what you needed to do. Like, is there anything that you need? Like, what do we need to do? What can we remind you to do? Or You know, just that. And it's is one thing when it comes from the people that live with it that already get it or you know your your family but when you get it from people who you're just connecting with and they don't 
live with it or, you know, it's not in their day to day. It's something different. And I was just like, oh, and they were like, they like I'm going to do it again. They're like, let me know. We'll do it again with you. You know, like we'll pull up with you and do it again. I'm like, oh, guys, Joshua, y'all want to do that? Because if you ever wrote, you know, Ronald with Alex is not, it's not for the fun. And I'm like, y'all sure y'all want to do that again? And they were like, yeah, like we in this. We locked in. We in this. And I'm like, oh, thanks, guys. Probably next week. Um, but still, thanks. So yeah, you know, it's you gotta find what works for you. And it just helps when you have those people, you know, that like, what you doing? Yeah. You're gonna do it. <laughs> yeah. Well, and on the flip side of that, so there, you know, we you have the like really kind, supportive, helpful, encouraging people that are on your side. And then in sharing your fitness journey, you also get the trolls. You get the people who tell you you're not doing enough, who tell you that you like shouldn't be sharing because like, you know, like how are you being encouraging by sharing this? And so like, how do you get the, I would say like the courage and the openness and the vulnerability to share like your workout journey with how negative people can be kind of in the online space? Thankfully. Thankfully, I don't deal with it like some of my friends do. Um, I don't know. I like to say that I've set the precedence and they know not to come over here in my space with that. Um, But I will say this. For every troll or every negative comment, there are 10 positives. And that's who I do it for, right? Like, that's solely who I do it for. Myself, yes, but those people are who I do it for. So even when I'm second-guessing myself or I put something up and I'm like, ooh, maybe I want to delete that because I just don't want to hear or, you know, how what it comes back to. But then when I see that, oh, my God, thank you so much for sharing the highs and the lows of working out. Um, that's who I do it for. The trolls, I really believe, I swear, I think that they, maybe they see me when they come for my friends and I'm like, uh-uh, because they don't really come for me in that space. Thank God, knock on all of the wood. But I also know that the same way that I go hard for my friends, I know that I have some friends tucked away that will be like, I'm sorry, What's your problem? <laughs> but that's their insecurities, right? Like that's that's them. That's what their life is built behind. They're miserable, and we're not miserable, so we don't entertain their company. But it's I I mean, to be honest, I do it because it's someone else who was like me that needed to see what to do, that it is okay, that you can, more importantly, that you can do it, and that you can do it in this body size. Yeah. I think that representation is incredibly important. Cause like, if you look on like hashtag fitness or hashtag wellness, (laughs) you don't see us like we work out and we take care of our bodies, but we are not the poster women for, you know, or even, you know, I think about hashtags like, um, T1D looks like me. And I mm-hmm. went to look at it yesterday for World Diabetes Day. And I really just had to close my phone because I was like, there's not a single person 
on the explore page that looks like me or that is, you know, dealing with diabetes in a similar capacity to me or, um, you know, and it, it was just really interesting to me, like how, like how those things show up. And so like why that representation is so important. Yeah. Um, and I know that, and I'm going to bring up like a little sore spot, so I'm okay. sorry, but in 20, I think it was in 2020, um, there was a, like a situation where a diabetes org, and we can name them because everybody knows what happened, but JCRF um, posted, you know, kind of like a, like a Black Lives Matter sort of representation of Black people with diabetes. Um, they asked you all to be a part of it. They, um, you know, like wanted to like use that likeness and wanted to share your stories. But when it came to actually defending you and like putting their foot down and saying like, you know, stop saying these really racist things, commenters about people with diabetes who are black and, um, you know, like dispelling the uh, misbeliefs and misconceptions about diabetes, it was kind of like, well, like who, who do they really represent and yeah. who do they want to represent? Because if you can't defend us all and you can't put your foot down about all of it, then you aren't representative of us. And like our dollars matter just as much as anybody else's. Um, and so for you, like, can you talk about like, ways that representation has positively shown up and like things that you've been a part of that really um, just highlight that like diverse stories and different stories are so important. So yes, everyone knows what happened with them. I will say this, my local chapter showed up while JDRF in a whole left us out there and did not protect us. My local chapter, it, what, they reached out immediately. Um, and that's DC and Baltimore. And I'm not a part of Baltimore anything, but they collectively reached out and were like, this is not okay. We are so sorry this happened to you. No. And to this day, they even make sure, like, even when they invite me to things or they ask me to be a part of anything, the first thing that they always say is, if you're not comfortable because of what happened, we understand. For me, I appreciate that. And I will always roll with the DC chapter. And I always make that very clear. That DC, I forgot what they call them now because. PG County, but that my local chapter, I hang with them tough because they always have made, like they checked on me day one and everyone knows what happened and who did and who didn't. They did. So there, that is, if you ever see me do anything with them, it's because of those people there. Now, um, and I think that they get it. They, they get that we need the representation. Um, as far as representation, who else shares a story that I've personally worked with? Everyone already knows who I'm going to say, diversity and diabetes. Y'all know I get down with them. I do yeah. any and everything. Shout out to Casey yes. and Lequisha. Yes. Like, amazing organization if you don't know about diversity. And if you do not, please look them up. They are 
amazing. Um, just getting to know them and what they stood for made me want to work with them. Just and and if you've ever had a conversation with Casey and Quisha together or separate, they are amazing. Amazing. And I just appreciate what they do. And I really appreciated when they reached out and they were like, hey, we want to do this call for people for for diabetics, but we don't want to make it a specific type. We want it to be called insulin dependent folks. So anybody with insulin, please come. And for me, if you know me, you know that I'm really big on advocacy for all, not just a type. And so for me, that was that was it. And I was like, oh, I'm so like, of course I'll do this. And yes, let's do it. And um, I like that. You know, I appreciate that with them. I like that about them. I love that they believe in sharing diverse stories. You know, no one looks the same because diabetes is not one size fits all. And so I I like that I grow with them for that. Um, Then there's some other folks, you know, Tadam does a good job um, with me. Um, Then of course, you know, the people that put my face on a TV, I'll always <laughs> and forever love them for putting this young black girl on a TV screen and in people's doctor's offices, right? In my doctor's office. The Man. nurse closed the door and I said, I know her. I was screaming. I was like, oh my God, it's Kai. Like, just like one of the most exciting things ever to see your friends like represented there. And just like, I mean, like, I can't tell you, you know, probably how many nurses have closed a door and you've been on the back of it. Like, I'll, and it's so crazy. I'm on everybody's doctor's door, but my own. <laughs> Nor did my endo care. Like I, we were talking and I was like, and guess what? So I'm probably in your Dexcom pamphlets and whatever, whatever. He was like, that's great. So let's talk about your time and range. And I was like, wait, wait, let me bring it back. Hold on, sir. I was like, no, do you understand? Like, this is big. And he was like, that is amazing. I'm proud of you. Time and range. Let's talk about it. And I was like, well, all right, then everybody else cares. But for me, for that, I feel like, no, no, let me, let me start over. For me with that was everything um during the time of recording it and everything I don't think I realized how big of a deal it was going to be for others um or for myself um it was an amazing time I met new friends and saw people that looked like me and and not just in shape, but in size and everything. But once it hit the air, the amount of messages from moms who have young girls, I was in tears because it was just one of those, finally, like they are excited to see someone that looks like them, like not just a black girl, but a dark-skinned Black girl, and just the amount of women that were like, sis, thank you. Like, yes, thank you. And that was everything for me. That It was like one of those, 
all right, well, my work is done. Not really done, but my work is done here because we we see each other now. Like we we got that representation. And that part for me was everything. And then just getting the messages and the people sending screenshots of the posters. And by the I didn't even know that the posters were. I didn't, they sent us like stuff saying like, yeah, this is what you're in or whatever. And I didn't get any of that. I got the commercial pieces, but I did not know about the pamphlets and the posters until y'all started sending them to me. And I was like, no, I need one. (laughs) I, I need one. Like I need one. But for me, I feel like for us brown girls, it was everything. And I think my screaming moment was when one of my homegirls sent me a picture of me blown up at a, I want to say it was a physician's conference of some sort. And her fiance sent her the picture and she said, or she was with him. I don't remember, but she sent this to me and she was like, look familiar. And I was done. That was it for me. I was like, they're the waterworks and y'all know me. I'm not a crier. And I was like, yep, this is, here we are. Here we, like, we've made it. And for anyone that does not think that they are not represented, here we are. We are represented. Like, it was, that was everything. Um, but those are the people, you know, there are some places, is their work still be done? Absolutely. But I, I believe that some of these organizations have heard us, you know, while you talking about me, I see you on posters, you know, and it's, it's the various companies. So regardless of where you want to go to receive care and use this technology, you're seeing other black and brown men and women, especially women, shout out to my brothers, but especially women because we're we're always left out yeah and so you know I how you felt about seeing me is how I felt about seeing you know I'm like yes look at my friend you know so we're we we're, we made way yeah yeah and I think that's so important because it means that these products and these companies also serve us and we are a part of their customer base and we are just as deserving of those tools than, you know, like people that are already highly represented. Mm -hmm. And so I think that's the, that's the kicker. It's like when we see ourselves in ads or on a billboard or on a giant poster, it's not narcissism. It's not like, oh my God, look at my beautiful face. It's now people will know that these products are also for me. And I won't walk into a doctor's office or sit at a nurse's station and have a conversation where it's assumed that I can't afford it or that I don't need it or that I don't want it or that it's too overwhelming for me. And like that is, I think that's the beauty of representation. Like When you can see yourself, you know that it's also for you. It's not a special club. It's not something that like you're not allowed to have. Like you are a part of it too. Yes, that is it. it, That's it. Like you, you, you see you. You know, you you see you, and it it. If your hope was lost, you see you, and 
if you haven't found all of it, you found a glimpse of it because you see you and that flickers the light, if not lights it, right? So, yeah, absolutely. Well, Kyleen, Kai, my diabetes, this has been <laughs> like the best conversation. We always have really good conversations, but I loved this one in particular. But I would love for you to tell people where you would like to be found and where they can catch up with you. And if they're lucky, also get an accountability buddy. Even though you said business is closed <laughs> and you have enough friends, no new friends, but where can where do you want to be found? <laughs> so you can, you know. I'm I'm still I'm old school, so I still roll tough tight with Instagram, I, and it's Black Diabetic Girl, right? Um, I dibble and dabble in TikTok, but you you won't really find me there. So if you're looking for me, you can definitely find me on Instagram. Speak before you jump into my DMs, though. That is a pet peeve of guys. Just say hey, girl, or hi, and then we can chit chatter it up. Um, I believe that everyone should have an accountability partner. So if you're serious about it, then, you know, just say, "What's hey, I want to get down. Um, and we can make it, you know, we can do something. But I'm on Instagram. I'm, that's my place to play. Amazing. And if you guys uh, want the transcript and the video podcast, of today's episode, you can go to diabestipod.com. I'm pretty sure that's the domain I bought. I think, whatever, it'll be posted in the show notes. <laughs> <laughs> and but, gotta go listen and follow and like and send it to your friends and come back for her next episode of whatever other amazing person she is. Thank you so much. So I appreciate you being here today. Thank you for having me and follow her app. Y'all go get on it because we we do some accountability over there as well. So go and get it. We do. We do. I appreciate that. Thank you for plugging me. We definitely do some accountability over there. Y'all get that app. Get it. It is. It is. Friend, I know you want to give me my flowers and we are closing, but I have to give you yours because you know me. I don't do anything by the book. Madam, you are amazing. And I truly, truly love you from the bottom of my heart. And I love everything that you are currently doing and the things planned that you have to do in this diabetes space. It is needed. We want and need it. And we are all proud of you. So y'all better download my friend's app. Y'all better download her podcast and y'all better listen to them. The app is free. Like, go and get on over there. Ain't it free? I hope I ain't lying. It is free. No, it's I'm free. free. I got a lot of free. And it's a pay what you can structure. So you Look can get out of the that. however you'd like with whatever amount that you would like to give to help keep the app running. Um, and you get lots of cool perks for that. So look at that. So y'all do with that. <laughs> All right. This is my podcast. Why'd you hijack it? <laughs> All right, y'all. Thank All right. You. It was so for having me. Thank you. And thank you guys for listening. We'll talk to you in the next one. Take care of yourselves. Bye.